Hey everybody, Jonathan Dorr with you once again. Welcome friends to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's been uh, really exciting to see the uh, number of listeners growing so consistently. So whether you're a new listener, a regular listener, thanks for making a little bit of time in your extremely busy day or evening, wherever you are in the world, to just get a little bit of encouragement. Uh, It's so important, isn't it? Encouragement. I said in a live virtual keynote last week that Catholic teachers are professional givers. Keep saying to teachers, when you introduce yourself, don't just say, you know, often teachers say, I'm just a teacher. Oh, I'm just a Catholic teacher. I just teach at a school. I say to them, start telling people that you're not a teacher. What you are is a professional giver. You give. You give pastoral care. You give spiritual encouragement. You give spiritual instruction. You give all sorts of different things. And remember that if you are a professional giver, one of the most crucial things is to become a professional receiver. How do you do that? Well, very much through the sacraments, through prayer, through a a dependence on Christ. That's what I was talking about in the virtual keynote last week, becoming truly dependent on the person of Jesus. Let's remember that Catholic education isn't a system. It's not an idea. It's not a program. It's a relationship with a person, and that relationship with Jesus flowing through you, uh, growing in the other staff in the school, creates a certain kind of community. So it's all good to have good programs. It's good to have great pedagogy. It's good to have good management and good structure so that uh, there's harmony and predictability in the environment. But let's never forget that ultimately what we are doing is building a relationship with Jesus Christ in our own lives that then permeates the culture of the school and then evangelizes young people. That is why we are in the game. So last week I did this uh, virtual keynote. So if you were there, uh, it was the Archdiocese of San Francisco, almost a thousand teachers dialed in for that. Uh, really wonderful experience, uh, just a real privilege to do that and to put that together. So uh, if you're anywhere else in the world and uh, you'd be interested in uh, a virtual keynote with me, then reach out in uh, through the website, onecatholicteacher.com, and let me know. It was a really awesome experience, just uh, so beautiful to be able to encourage people. I just wanted to share in this short episode, one of the key points that I made in the virtual keynote is something some of you may have heard me share before. It's that beautiful line from the wonderful movie, A Man for All Seasons, where St. Thomas More is talking to the young man, Richard Rich, who eventually betrays him. And many of you would uh, have seen that film and you would know who I'm talking about. But there's that beautiful scene at the start of the film where Richard Rich is a teacher, he's a young teacher, in the court of Henry VIII. But what he wants to do is get into the power games of Henry VIII's court. So he doesn't want to just be a tutor in Henry VIII's court. He wants to be a player. He wants to get promoted. He wants to get seen. And there's that beautiful moment where St. Thomas More says to him, Rich, you're a teacher. Why not be a great one? And then, of course, Richard Rich says, but who would know? But who would know? And St. Thomas More prayerfully reflects and says, well, Rich, Your students would know, your parents, your friends, God, not a bad audience that rich, not a bad audience. It's a beautiful line when he says that, not a bad audience. So he's saying to Richard, Rich, listen, you are a teacher, like that's who you are, Rich. Now see, Thomas More was his mentor, so he knew him well. He said, this is your DNA, this is your vocation. And he said, become a great one. It always struck me, it really impacted me many years ago when I first saw that. And I think that speaks to the heart of this Catholic education vocation. This isn't a job. This isn't something you chose. This is something you were called into. 
And as St. Thomas More said, if you're going to do it, then why not be a great one? Have you ever really thought about that? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Could I be a great Catholic teacher? Could I be an extraordinary Catholic teacher? Could I be somebody that has the most beautiful, powerful, memorable role in the lives of young people and their families? So remember, we don't accomplish this ourselves. We accomplish this through grace and through cooperating with the grace that is so available to us. So that's my question for you in today's episode. If you're going to do this, some of you have heard me, you've seen me live, you've heard me say it. If you're going to do this, then why not be a great one, huh? Why not be a great one? I just want to put that thought in your mind. Right, let's wrap up. This is a cool quote. I like this. I want to share something with you. It's from a book called The Soul of the Apostolate by Jean-Baptiste Chotard. Listen to this great quote. He says, those who pray, this is from the eminent statesman Donoso Cortes after his conversion. So this was a guy who was uh, involved in, you know, state diplomacy and conflict and wars. And he says, those who pray do more for the world than those who fight. And if the world is going from bad to worse, it is because there are more battles than prayers. You turn on your TV lately? (laughs) How does it look like things are going out there, friends? Those who pray do more for the world than those who fight. And if the world is going from bad to worse, it is because there are more battles than prayers. I remember years ago reading Thomas Merton's biography, The Seven Story Mountain, and there's this beautiful reflection he had where he talked about monastic life and the monasteries. And he sort of had this line where he said, you know, fire would have rained down from heaven, you know, centuries before if it wasn't for the prayers of these places. He sort of saw them as kind of spiritual power stations, like nuclear spiritual power stations, pouring grace into the world through prayer, praying for the world. So... All I want to do is just take this quote, this beautiful quote, you know, things are going from bad to worse. It's because there's more battles than prayers. Let's not forget the centrality of prayer, of intercession, of praying for people, for circumstances, for situ- for breakthrough. Um, it's early here in the studio. As many regular listeners know, I pray the divine office pretty much every day, without exception, over the last sort of 10 or so years at least. And it's just a beautiful chance each day to pray for people just to to intercede. So I just want to encourage you. Are you praying for your students as you drive into work or maybe you're doing virtual stuff at the moment? I know all uh, my friends in San Francisco are doing virtual education still. And, uh, you know, here in Australia, the, the state of Victoria is still in a terrible state with its lockdown and there's so many teachers there. If you're listening down there, pray. Start your virtual sessions with prayer. Lead your students through online virtual prayer. Be a prayer warrior. Be a, an icon for them. Be a window into the divine as you pray uh, for them, for their families, for the world, for our leaders. So, friends... You want less battles? Let's have more prayers, okay? So let's all commit to that. So God bless you. That's all I want to do. I want to encourage you. Oh, yeah, and on that Thomas More thing, as I was in the studio today, I've got this cool little book that I came across. Uh, nice quote from Abraham Lincoln. Now, he was sort of echoing St. Thomas More. He said, whatever you are, be a good one. Whatever you are, be a good one. Whether you're a, a president or a, a, you know, a bus driver or a Catholic teacher or a neurosurgeon If we're going to do these things with our lives, let's do them really well to the glory of God. You know, I just, uh, I love that. You know, I spent a year, a long time ago, at a Jesuit boarding school in England. It's a 500-year-old school. And uh, it was just amazing. You know, the the AMDG thing, the uh, Admirum Deo Glorium, you know, for the greater glory of God. They drilled this into the kids, AMDG. You know, this beautiful Latin phrase, for the greater glory of God, this page of writing for the greater glory of God, this statue for the greater glory of God, this meeting for the greater glory of God. So friends, press in. 
Let's live these vocations passionately and powerfully to the glory of God. And uh, it's a short ride. We're all going home to heaven. And uh, this life, we're going to look back and say, wow, it was over much quicker than we thought. And uh, what's going to matter is what we contributed and did for the person of Christ, how we encountered him in our students, in the poor, in each other. So pray, trust, do not worry, and become the best Catholic teacher you can. God bless your friends. Everything's on the website, onecatholicteacher.com. My new book's there. My, my book for Catholic teachers is there. My new book for students is there. The online training platforms are there. So onecatholicteacher.com. Please make sure you've subscribed to the podcast. And as always, please share this with a few friends. God bless your friends. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.